everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Riding Sorrows podcast. I'm your host, Vash. And this week, we're going to be talking about inspiration, the uh, motivation and, and, and background on my writing process for poems, books, such and such. But before we get into that, I do want to say thank you guys for all the love and support. I do appreciate all the feedback and everything for the first episode. Some hiccups, some uh, <laughs> some audio quality and everything. It's going to get better with time, I promise. But I just wanted to take time out to say thank you. I do appreciate it. Also, on top of that, to give you guys an update on the book. The book is sitting at about 75% done right now. So... It's moving along nicely, still shooting for that November release date, or time window, I should say. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of more things on the horizon, some things that I haven't talked about yet. But as we get closer to November, I'll share more details with you guys. I'm really excited about it, really excited to get the book out in the wild and into your hands, so you can go ahead and read what you've been all been waiting for. So, with that being said, we can dive into the inspiration. So, uh, last week we talked about how I got started. Um, A little bit of that was heartbreak. I really started to come into my own once I started talking about heartbreak. Uh, So... That led to me listening to music. And music is a big part, not the only part, but it's a big part of the inspiration to my writing process. I listen to a bunch of R&B, mostly Trey songs, uh, just getting into the feeling, the environment, the vibe of that type of atmosphere, just just writing. So I would listen to, you know, different things uh, in the song, from the hook to certain phrases to certain words to certain rhyme schemes. And from there, I would go ahead and piece together an idea, an outline of what I wanted to talk about in a poem. So... For instance, there was a song by Trey Songs called Jupiter Love. And I played the hell out of that song. Uh, I loved it. And what I did was, I was like, you know, I should go ahead and I should make a song about this. Not a song, a poem about this. So I sat down and I listened to the lyrics and everything. And then from there, I just started piecing together and outlining what I wanted it to be. I knew what the title was. The title was going to be the same thing, Jupiter Love. Um, and then I just started writing a sentence here and there, and then it all came together. Now, it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes I envision myself... When I listen to a song, I, I, I envision it as an instrumental. And 
I think about how or what I would say over the instrumental. And then that also in turn can become a poem that way. Uh, but mainly speaking, nowadays, not so much these days. I mean, a song title or maybe, like I said, uh, a hook or certain verses can draw inspiration for me. But these days, a lot of my poems are more personal. They're more on a deeper level. And what I get from that is mostly just experience, man. Like, I'm only 28, but I feel like mentally, I'm probably about 40-something. It's just taking all of those experiences of things that I've personally experienced and things that I've seen from and learned from other people. I take that and I make that into stories. A lot of it has to do with me simply just sitting down and reflecting, you know? And then from the reflection... I think about, okay, so let's just say, for example, so one of my most popular poems is Sweet Suicide. Sweet Suicide tells, uh, I guess you could say a story of how I, at one point, disliked my dad. There were unresolved issues, things that I didn't say to him, but things that I've always felt. And at the time, you know, I wrote exactly how I felt from that. Like I sat down and I was like, why am I angry at my dad? You know, um, my dad does this. My dad doesn't do this. I wish he had said this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just let it flow and it became a poem. But it didn't start until I actually sat down and thought about why I felt the way I felt. And then from there, I was able to construct that into words and create a poem from that. And me and my dad, we're we're all good now. Like that was, it was just something that I have felt at the moment. But regardless of that, it was really something that was powerful, you know? Um, but the writing process for me, man, it's, it's, it's not anything to brag about, but it's going to sound like bragging. It's, it just comes easy to me. Like, I literally take inspiration from anything nowadays. It doesn't have to be music. It doesn't even have to be reflection. I can look at something like a picture. I can make a poem from a picture just looking at it and I start breaking down like, okay, so it's a picture of a family, right? Let's just take an example. It's a picture of a family. They're at a beach. There's a dog. There's a kid playing in the sand. There's a mom and dad, um, you know, having a conversation. And then you have a picture of 
a daughter who is simply more distant. Maybe she's off, you know, reading a book or something, but it's distant. And it's subtle, you know? Like, it's not anything that would make you think like, oh, you know, she's all emo or something else like that. But for me, I could picture it and I could make something as, oh, she feels distant from her family because, I don't know, um, maybe she's just going through changes right now. Going through the emotions of being a girl or being a teenager or something. Maybe she doesn't feel comfortable talking to her parents, right? And that will be her little, her character little profile, right? And then we take the parents. The parents are, maybe they're having, maybe they're having marital problems, you know? Maybe they're having a disagreement. Um, But it's not within earshot of either of the kids because of, the placement of the picture, right? Because I said that they're just talking, you know. And then you have the kid, the the boy who would, I guess, be younger, playing in the sand, right? Making a sandcastle. No worries, no thoughts and problems at all. You know, he's just enjoying being a kid. And I can create a poem from that, touching on the fact that maybe... The daughter doesn't feel close to her family and she wants to change that, but she can't right now because she feels distant, because she's going through these changes, because she feels as though her parents won't understand, you know, and then I could flip that to where the parents are having some sort of problem or whatnot, and they're worrying about not only how to work out the problem, but how to make sure the kids don't get affected by their problems. You know what I mean? And then, last but not least, I can have the boy, and I can have talk about it from his perspective of how he looks at it. And he's like, oh, you know, my sister's off reading books. Who wants to read books? All my parents are talking. I wish they'd come over here and play with me. But you know what? Whatever. I'm having fun. So that's like three different perspectives. But you can wrap that all into one like story for or in this instance, one poem. And like I can make it into something. I can make it a story and you'd be like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty deep, you know. And yeah, it just naturally comes easy for me like that um and it's not me bragging or you know showing off anything else like that it's just literally that's just how it is and that's how it's always been uh it's like i said before like i'm i want to say that i'm a storyteller first and then a poet second and if you ever read any of my poems which i'm pretty sure that's all of you there's like story elements in them, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's character in them. And that's what I, I pride myself on. And like I said, like I take inspiration 
from damn near anything and make a poem about it. Um, and yeah, man, like it's, it's, it's really dope. And that's essentially what the inspiration is for me or and how poems come to be. Um, yeah. So with that, I do have some questions from you all because I did, uh, post it on my socials and whatnot for if you guys had any questions. So I have a couple here. So the first one is where did the name Vash come from? That's a good question, and I get asked that a lot. So Vash had came from an anime, one of my favorite animes, called Trigun. And within that anime, Vash is a loner. He's not from the planet that he's on, right? Um, and on the planet, it's like pretty much the wild, wild west. There's a lot of outlaws, a lot of death, and everything else like that. A lot of people looking for a hero. Um, and throughout all the anime, uh, he goes and wanders into town from town. And, you know, they have their problems or whatever issues is going on and arises. And he has guns or whatnot. And he defends himself. He defends people but the main thing is he doesn't kill that's his rule because he feels as though nobody should have the power or nobody should make the choice of whether they or, or, or taking somebody's life you know and that really resonated with me as a kid because as a kid I saw a lot of violence and I hated it Hated it, hated it, hated it. But before that point, I had never seen, I guess outside of Batman or whatnot, anybody that took that discipline of, yeah, you're doing bad, but I'm still not going to take your life. And for me, like that, that was a real positive thing for me to see. Um, so I fell in love with the character, the, the, his morals, all of that. And I decided from that point that I was going to, uh, call myself that. I was going to call myself Vash. I even have a tattoo of it on me. You know, I have a, the name tattooed on me. Um, it's really important to me. That's why, uh, having those heroes or those role models it can be really good for your growth you know what I mean because it may seem silly to think a, a cartoon character held that much importance but it did um, without that show without that character I may not be the person that I am today so yeah there's a little insight on that. Um, next question is, how often do I write? How often do I write? I 
I go on breaks from writing. So I don't write every day. Right now, I'm in book mode. So I'm writing pretty frequently. I'm writing at least, at least one poem a day. But before that, if I'm not in book mode, I typically only write when I feel like it. And when I say when I feel like it, I mean like when I'm inspired. Now, obviously, I said that I can find inspiration in anything, and that's true. But if I'm not necessarily looking for it, um, that becomes the thing of whether I write often or not. Some ideas, some songs, or whatever I see, or life experiences, or something can happen at a moment's notice. I'm like, oh, I'm going to write that. And then I'll write it. But that could range anywhere from once every couple of weeks to once every couple of months. So to really fully answer your question, like I said, right now, it's at least a poem once every day. Outside of that, outside of book mode, I'm probably writing maybe one or two poems a month about that. And the last question, why did I not pursue basketball? Why did I pursue writing instead? So this is a question that I get asked a lot. Not necessarily a lot, but it's, 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 it's implied if, if, if that makes any sense. So for me and i think i talked about this before for me basketball was a passion right but at the same time what it was asking of me the sacrifices at the point at that point in time it was too much basketball was asking for me to do practices, play games, come in on Saturdays and even Sundays and do A&U. Um, and it was draining for a teenager, especially somebody like me with my close group of friends. We'd go out every weekend, hang out, go to the mall, go to the movies, whatever. It was asking a lot of me. And that was something that I was not willing to sacrifice at that time. Because I'm a kid. I'm a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, for some people, and there's nothing wrong with it, ball is life. And that's cool. But for me at that point in time, ball wasn't life. You know what I mean? Um, And then there were also other things. Uh, I wasn't as good as everyone else. And while that may not seem like a big issue, when you're (laughs) 6'8", when you're like damn near 7 feet tall, that's a problem. You're supposed to, you're you're expected to have some type of level of uh, skill at that height. You're expected to. You, You don't have any excuses. You're either good or you suck. And I sucked. So I got teased about it a lot from 
my fellow players to coaches to even friend not friends but like peers in high school so it really deterred me from pursuing basketball anymore and i had a few colleges looking at me as well um but that's just how much i didn't like playing it anymore you know what i mean at one point i did have a passion for it at one point I was like, yeah, this is going to be my dream. I'm going to play in the NBA. I wanted to go to UCLA and play for the Bruins, like all of that. And then on the flip side of that, poetry just kind of sort of like came out of nowhere. Like I touched on last week, like it was just something that I fooled around with. But it turned into something that I love to do. It turned into a passion. And that sacrifice wasn't nearly as much as what basketball was asking of me. So it was really easy for me to make that decision as to pursue poetry, to pursue writing as opposed to doing basketball. And I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love it. And I can't say too much um, because I do have a poem on the book that addresses this. So that's a little sneak peek for you guys. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening to me ramble on for the past 20 minutes or so. Next week, hopefully if everything goes right, I'll have the first guest on the podcast. That's all up to scheduling conflicts and everything else like that. But hopefully things will go well. Um, I'm really, 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 really excited for that. I'll have, I'll announce the guest and all of those details once I make sure and confirm that that's exactly what's going to be happening. If not, it'll get pushed back, but there'll still be another episode next week. I just don't necessarily know what we'll be talking about, but we'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, Once again, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you guys. Stay safe out there. Love.